is time for reaction shots for the month of October. Ha! Time to get spooky. Yeah. Let's dive right in. Yeah. My voice cracked. I've got couldn't keep it up. I just watched it. I just I like literally just watched it again. I mean I've seen it before, but like I watched it again to refresh my memory. Not not one hour ago did it complete. And I've I've been walk like I went to get food and I realized I was just like walking around in real life just going to myself and I was like, people must think I'm a freak. It is perfect. It's a perfect song to raise tension. It's a lovely like fall day out right now too in yeah. LA. We don't really get fall, but it's kind of a, there's a chill in the breeze. Chill it's in perfect. the breeze, little like orange tint. Yeah, perfect. Let's uh before we get into it. Yeah. What have you been watching lately? Hey, one of my favorite bits <laughs> of <laughs> Reaction shots. Same, same core. Um, I haven't watched too many things myself, so I'm really quick. Uh, last night, you know, sometimes you get in a mood. Sometimes you gotta just watch Rudy. <laughs> Not what I expected <laughs> you to say. So last get night, this. I've never seen Rudy. Rudy is a must. It's a must see, even if you don't like football. Which I don't really like it's it's just the perfect story of commitment drive perseverance i've heard it's great chasing your dream like it's a movie i try to watch every few years for motivation is it it sad though there are sad parts for sure yeah some parts are sad like i i i cry because i'm sad sometimes and i cry because i'm happy Okay. So it's one of those movies. In general or just during Rudy? In general. But yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, the movie, <laughs> in the movie. Sports movies I like are like I like Field of Dreams. Yes. League of Their Own. Oh, League of Their Own. The Sandlot. Oh. Coincidentally, all baseball movies. Yeah. Space Jam. <laughs> what about, Ian? Space Jam is absurd. Have you seen Major League? Oh, yeah. That's my number That's one. That's the joke one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've it's like it. maybe my favorite comedy of all oh, time. Oh, yeah. It's really funny. Perfection. I mean, I haven't seen it since I was like... 12 probably but yeah has my favorite joke of all time it's just like you know i like really like cheesy jokes yeah the, the pitcher throws a ball like a ball to the backstop like 20 feet away from the plate and the, the announcer is just like just a bit outside <laughs> it's like <laughs> so far it's my favorite joke like ever in a movie i like i like i like humor like that. just a bit outside uh other than that Better Call Saul, but we're going to be doing a spoiler mode on that next week. So you stay and Kyle, tuned. Right? Yeah, Kyle yeah. and I. Uh, I, uh, I, I saw season one, mm-hmm. and I liked it. It was a slow yeah. burn, but nice. I liked it. Uh, and then you guys have been raving about it since, and I yeah. need, I should go back and you, watch it, because I love Breaking Bad. Just binge it, Ian. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once you start, once you get into season two, yeah. it just goes. Yeah. So. I mean, I have the faith. The the Vince Gilligan Cinematic Universe, yeah. <laughs> or tele, tele, television attic. <laughs> Universe? How do you conjugate the, tel- the? I guess it would just be the just the, the televisual universe, or like the the Breaking Bad universe. Yeah. I don't know. The BBU. Walter White universe. Well, now it's the, yeah, now the, it's the Saul, Goodman. Saul Goodman universe. Yeah. Jimmy, what's his real Jimmy last McGill? Name? Jimmy McGill. <laughs> do we ever hear Jimmy McGill in Breaking Bad? Do they say that name? They must, because he. I remember he tells Walter White that Saul Goodman is a fake name. Yeah. Dude, 
I don't I think remember. They do. I think yeah. they do. I they think probably they do. do. I think they do. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, with episode number and, and timestamp, please. No, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Anyway, what else have you seen? That's that's honestly that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. Lately, okay. Yeah. Um, I saw, nothing that immediately comes to mind. Yeah. Let me think. I saw. Well, I I've started the new season of Good Place. Oh, back. okay. Yeah, I started watching. I'm that. one episode behind. Me I'm too. one episode behind. Yeah. I think. Um, it gets a little confusing when they do the two. The double episode premieres because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, is that episode's one and two technically, or is it just a one? Yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, I uh, like like Good Place a lot. Oh, so good. Um, I feel like I was watching something else. I watched American Horror Story Coven. How is that? Uh, it, it's American Horror. I think I said this before. It's American Horror Story, so it like tops out at like a six. Okay, but it's like a fun six. What about season one? I heard season, oh, season one, one is, is my favorite. Season okay. one is like legit pretty good. I've never, I still have never seen American Horror. You Star. have to, you have to be there for the camp. Yeah, it's like there's American Horror Story has like a weird flavor of just kind of like I can't even put my finger on it. It's like it's sort of camp, but without being campy. I yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It has a very weird feel. Okay, it's rarely ever scary. Okay, it's kind of just like. It's pulpy, I guess. It's okay. like sexy and pulpy, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Like I hated season two, uh, Coven. The first episode is real bad, and then it gets like okay thereafter, and then it kind of just stops. <laughs> it's a weird show, man. But I guess the the current season, which I haven't started yet, but I guess it directly references the rest of the seasons, but mostly seasons one and and Coven, whatever Coven was, three or four. It's the hotness, man. The yeah. MCU yeah. style. Yeah. Like, d- Apparently it. it's been planned since the beginning. So. so they say. Yeah, well. Interesting. Um, But I saw Venom. <sighs> Here's the headline I read, Ian, before you get into it. Yeah. Audience score soars yeah. for Venom. Mm-hmm. People are loving it. Critics are hating it. What's yeah. going on? Fill it's us making, in. It's making a lot of money. <laughs> Here's the deal. Like, it it was funny because that experience was was uh, was personified in the theater that I saw it in because my friend and I were sitting. So we were. It was a small theater. They yeah. had a bunch of showings, but we ended up in a small one at, at the ArcLight. But. Uh, we were like, you know, front of the back third, mm-hmm. where you want to watch all movies in the theater, by the way. That's where you want to watch them all. Yep. Uh, uh, but there was a dude up in, like, the front <laughs> part, and then a dude, like, three rows behind us. Yep. And they were both having the time of their lives. They were clapping. <laughs> they were going, like, oh, shit. You know, like, oh, damn. And, like, which is uncharacteristic of the arc light, Very. first of all. Yeah. But, um... Which is fine. Like for at first, I was like annoyed, and then I was like, "It's Venom. Like <laughs> this is what we're here for. Like, come on." Did but, they have um, popcorn? Uh, I don't know. I didn't really see <laughs> them, but um, yeah. And and of course, my friend and I were like, "Uh, this is not very good." And like watching the movie, it felt like there was twenty, thirty, forty minutes missing from the middle of the yeah. movie. And I found out later that apparently that's what happened. They like cut a bunch of it out. Um. And so things were paying off in the sec- in the third act that just like were never really set up. Yeah. Stuff doesn't really hold together. So like what I attribute the the disparity of the scores in is like formally like filmmaking wise it is very 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 bad. Like yeah. the editing is bad, the direction isn't super great, Action? the cinematography is not good really. It just it seems like they didn't have a huge budget 
and it that there were uh, it was a hundred mil. Yeah, so, which, which is kind of small for, for this. For this, I mean, that's an astronomical amount of money, but yeah. for like one of these, yeah. But I mean, it's already made its money back. But yeah. like, uh, it felt like there were like it, you're watching this movie, and it feels like there were definite production issues. Like it felt like they didn't have coverage a lot of the time there's a car chase where they kept cut it felt like a bad 90s movie sort of like they kept cutting back except with faster pacing but they kept cutting back there's one scene where there's a car chase they're chasing eddie brock on a motorcycle it's like these goons from the whatever company they're chasing him and they cut back to the sort of villain he doesn't really do anything but uh and they cut back to him like four times going like don't lose him or like or like get him find him or like, I think he says Stop don't him. don't lose him like three or four times. It's like weird, like twice, and and it's it's weird because it's so unnecessary that it becomes glaringly obvious that like the car chase just wasn't shot well enough so they that they the had to cut time. away to make like things make sense in space yeah. and time or something. Uh. Like that kind of stuff is all over the fights between whoever and whoever. Um, I was just trying not to spoil anything, but like. There's really quick cut. It's like King's Glaive, where it's like lots of quick cuts, so it's visually kind of just messy. King's uh, <laughs> but but all that said, like it's kind of boring. Yeah. On the whole, like I I didn't like hate it, but yeah. I'm not I'm not usually the kind of person who like goes to a thing and then comes out angry. You know, I'm just yeah. like, wow, that wasn't very good. Yeah. Now I go home. Like I knew it you wasn't going to be good. Up, you're right. There, like- I showed up. I got what I paid for, and yeah. I went home. You know. Uh. But, um, you know, so it's definitely not good. But if you go in just wanting to see, like, you know, 16 minutes of Venom doing cool stuff, you'll see four minutes of Venom doing cool stuff, and then you'll be like, okay, whatever. Tom Hardy, good? Tom Hardy is so bizarre in this movie that it makes it kind of fun. Like, yeah, yeah, because his voice and performance is weird sort of inconsistent but like he made a choice dude and he yeah. is sticking to that choice that. he's like he's like mm, i'm eddie brock uh i'm a reporter for basically vice uh there are so many things in this movie that make no sense where it's like this is very early in the movie but it's like uh they they establish eddie brock is this like badass like uh, his persona, he's like the bad boy reporter where he always investigates and sticks his nose in and like gets the real tea, you know, yeah. gets the dirt. Yeah. And then his boss, like directly after showing us all this footage of him being like this badass reporter, his boss is like, okay, I need you to go and do a puff piece of this uh, millionaire guy who runs this company because uh, they're trying to bolster support for the life foundation after this shuttle crash that like screwed everything up and then he you know he just wants and we got and like top brass at the company wants to just do a puff piece you know so don't do don't start any stuff don't do anything crazy and then it like cuts to eddie brock and just like looking at him it's like boss dude like you you picked the wrong guy like yeah, and he's like yeah this? he's like top brass wants it to be you and i'm like top brass is a bunch of idiots like <laughs> you're an idiot top brass is a bunch of idiots if you want like, some buff beast right get don't an intern. right don't send in your loose cannon because he's gonna be a loose cannon and then eddie brock even says i can't do that this guy is corrupt i'm gonna call him on it and the guy's like, "Don't you do that?" And he's oh like, and then it, like he he's like, "I'm gonna do that." <laughs> and then the guy's like, "Don't you do it?" And then he goes and he does it, and then like he gets fired, you know. And it's just like, like what? But I'm like, I'm like, that's not on Eddie Brock. That's on you. Yeah. 
Ah, it's so dumb. That's so good. Either. It's just such a dumb like oh. movie setup for like his life to fall apart. Yeah. But like the weird thing is, he, because then after that he's like a schlubby loser. But before that, he seemed like a schlubby loser, too. Yeah. It's really weird. Venom has one really hilarious line in it, though. Uh, I, I won't spoil it, but... Uh, Turd it, in the Wind? No, that yeah. one I don't like. But um, yeah, it's... Well, that's also... That's, like, the end of the movie, by the way. That that scene from the trailer. Like, it doesn't matter. It's inconsequential. But that's, yeah. like, literally, like, like a minute from the end of the movie. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say it. If you don't want to hear it, just plug your ears for a second. Uh, there's a part where Venom says... Uh, you know, on my planet, I was sort of a loser like you too, Eddie, or whatever, something that he's just like, I'm a loser too. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's just like, that's, Hug kinda, it out. that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Venom was weird. I don't know. It was Venom. It was fun. Big whatever. dumb fun. Yeah. Big dumb fun. Yeah. Big dumb, like kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Chill. It's not like Jurassic World where I was like, this is bad, but I'm having fun. Yeah. It was like, this is bad. And I'm like, not hating myself for coming. Was it, is it better than... Batman v Superman and Justice League. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's like almost coherent and watchable. <laughs> okay. Excellent. <laughs> anything else? Oh, geez. Probably, but I can't think of anything right now. Mm. Oh, I watched Maniac, but we did spoiler mode on that, so. Spoiler mode. Check it out. Check it out. Patreon exclusive. Show. One dollar. One dollar and up. Just a buck. Anything. All right. Hit me up. Next up. We're talking about horror. We're getting into it. Nice. Halloween, the Halloween, the holiday, and Halloween, the 2018 film, yeah, are right around the corner, dude. I didn't realize it's like straight up the 40th anniversary yeah. of the film Halloween. Yeah, came out in 1978, and I love that it's just called Halloween again. Yeah, it's amazing. It's intentional. I'm so ready for it. I don't know what day it came out in 1978, but it should have come 40 out on years. Halloween. Anytime a Halloween thing doesn't come out on Halloween or like this a this one comes out on 13th, October 19th. Yeah, it's weird. It offends me. Yeah, push it back. Halloween, Halloween night. Halloween falls in a weird time of the week. This Saturday, time. so you have the the. Oh, it comes on a Saturday. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. Maybe they have like the numbers where they're like, we do better if we come out just before. I bet. Yeah, way better. Because actually, that's probably true because holidays are a weird thing where it's like, once the holiday's done, everyone moves on. Yeah. It's totally. like, it's Thanksgiving now. You got to capitalize on the, <laughs> yeah. the fever of it. Yeah. People are hyped before Halloween, not after. So we, uh, Ian and I, watched the original. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't Should I have posted that in the questions? This is my first time hosting, so uh, we're, we're flying, great so far. flying loose. Yeah. Should I have said that that was the homework? Eh. I think we said it last time, oh, Yeah, we probably said it. Anyway. You said slash. I think you just yelled slashers. Slashers. <laughs> you were just like, slashers. <laughs> I'm hosting it. Slashers. <laughs> so one of the questions, what is your favorite horror film? Dominic Brown gets right into it with Halloween, so I wanted to start there. Nah. My favorite horror film to date is Halloween. Sure, everyone knows it's cliches now, but it ruined me as a kid. Mm. Before Halloween got supernatural, it had this unsettling realism. Michael Myers never ran. He sauntered his way <laughs> into the locales, allowing his prey to be backed into a corner so that he could calmly stab them to death with a weapon that is commonplace in any home. Yeah. In fact, all but one death on screen was with the legendary kitchen knife. He killed a dog. A dog! The original film remained consistent throughout, and the body count wasn't too high 
to be outrageous. Yeah, it's like five. To this day, as an adult, I am terrified of the dark. Yeah. A lot of good points there, Dominic. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. He kills he kills his sister with the knife. Mm-hmm. He off-screen kills one or two people in a truck on the side of a road. Yep. Who have the same matchbook as the nurse. Not really clear why that Did plot point is there. Did he drop the matchbook? No, because she, the nurse that Dr. Loomis drove to the place with had that matchbook. Yeah. I, it's weird. I was like, what is this matchbook plot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe she was in that car too, but then it's like a Freddie Mercury looking guy in the weeds. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Uh, then he kills Annie, Bob, uh, Linda. He strangles with a phone cord. Dude, Linda. Linda. Linda, why are you playing a joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she thinks she's just getting getting laid while yeah. she's calling her. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's like five or six kills. Five or six kills. Modest body count. Yeah, for uh, such a terrorizing uh, maniac, but <laughs> you know, well, I, we got to count the dog. Oh, count the dog. Yeah. Two dogs, because off-screen kills. We don't see the corpse, but Doctor Loomis and the sheriff are like, "Who would do this to a dog? Maybe it was yeah. a skunk. Weird choice for a predator yeah. animal. Is a skunk yeah. even a predator animal? Yeah, can a can does can a skunk kill bite? a dog? <laughs> like, skunk v dog. I think dog <laughs> would win. Although dogs don't like getting sprayed in the face. Yeah, I don't know. Defense. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about this movie is the way that he just stalks, stalks Jamie Lee Curtis and yeah. stalks people. Uh, Mostly just because she drops a key under the mat of the Myers house. Yeah. So she's like guilty by association at this point or. Of what? I think he just sees her and becomes obsessed, right? Yeah. You know, and then uh, he kind of mentioned the supernatural, you know, going on later in the, in the series, and then they establish like they're that they're related in the later Halloween. Wait, Jamie Curtis and Jamie Lee Curtis or something? They like establish some Lori is her name. Yeah, I don't remember her last name. Some like half brother or sister, unless I'm making that up. Weird. I mean, that sounds like something that would happen. Some weird connections. He later like on. upends his mom or his sister's uh, grave and leaves it on the bed that part was andy's corpse annie's corpse i'm just like what (laughs) like how'd you set that up that's crazy uh but i i also love that he is wandering around in the daytime Mm -hmm. with the mask stalking also this anticipation it's such a weird i was saying earlier like when i was watching i was like it's really weird that this like who became later like this supernatural monstrosity but like just drives around in a station wagon for 90% of this movie. He's just in a car. He's just a dude. Yeah. Basically, a dude who gets, like, stabbed five times and shot six times and then doesn't die. So, I mean, like, there's a little bit of supernatural stuff. Question is, was he wearing a vest? Oh. Did he have that foresight? That's the the funny thing, because the doctor is constantly, like, which is weird because he's like, he hasn't spoken a single word in 15 years, mm-hmm. and yet I am certain of all of these facts about this guy and all of his life. And I'm like, what kind of doctor are you? It's the eyes. Yeah, he's, he got it all in his eyes. He, he's like, <laughs> he, but the doctor says he has no ra- no reason, no conscience, just pure evil. Yeah. But I'm like, it's kind of freaky because Michael Myers actually shows incredible reason and a lot of foresight because He's blocking doors with rakes. He's yeah. driving around. He's following people. He's planning things out. He's like picking people off while they're alone just to like mess with Lori. Mm-hmm. It's 
he's that's what's kind of scary about him is he's thinking exactly yeah love it's a it. weird movie yeah love the music the oh, soundtrack obviously love the nod to the thing yeah the the original thing not even carpenter's own thing that's what it was yeah it's okay. the 50s thing oh that's so cool because when did he make this was 78 the other thing. then thing was 80 thing was 80 something yeah, 80 something. yeah. So oh, that's so cool. he remade thing after that and it's the 50s thing oh. that's in this yeah it's like uh in following christopher nolan's following the character has a batman sticker on his door oh really it's like that's funny later on <laughs> <laughs> very cool um he knew Nolan to, knew. I'm sure Halloween will get brought up again, but yeah. uh, did you enjoy it? Do you think it holds up? And what did you think about the ending where Loomis comes to eventually save the day? Uh, I mean, kind of like Dominic said, like it's it's a movie from 40 years ago, and it someone seeing it now without like that kind of knowledge obviously would probably hate this movie. Mm -hmm. They would say it's really slow and that it's cliche and that it's not, cause it's not scary. Mm -hmm. Like now yeah. I like, I, I remember being so scared when she looks out the window and he's standing in the, oh. in the sheets. But you know, I was like, as a yeah. kid, I was horrified by that. Yeah. And now watching it again, like, obviously I was just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a coziness to this movie almost. Yeah. I mean, you and I always talk about that. Yeah. Like, this kind of movie is sort of like more cozy than spooky, but because uh, they really they like wrap you in right, right. the spirit of Halloween, the living room, the kids just watch it. Watching TV yeah. is this constant like yeah. uh, uh, comfort, you know, like them just watching TV. The the mood lighting, they're just having popcorn. They they make the environment really cozy. Yeah. Before Michael Myers comes yeah. in and disrupts and uh. It's funny that because I haven't seen it in years and years, but every shot, the houses, the road, the couch, I'm like, I remember all of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just in my brain. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's a classic. I really love it. And like Dominic said, these cliches, they're cliches because this movie did it early, if not first. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it became this thing over and over again. Uh, like in, uh, is it Scary Movie? Yeah, I think Scary Movie, <laughs> where... Because it is funny, you think about it, like, realistically, Michael Myers would, she would be looking out the window and see him, she would look away, and then Michael Myers would just run <laughs> yeah. away. Behind the bush. Yeah, hide behind a well, bush. It's, like, almost <laughs> comical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you put, if you put, like, uh, <laughs> like, elephant walk or whatever under this movie, it would be a comedy. Yeah. It's all just atmosphere, you know? But, um, no, yeah, I mean, this movie's a classic. It's Loomis, great. Loomis coming in to save oh, the day. Yeah, that is weird. I forgot that he's the one who like got got the kill. It's quote unquote, he doesn't so actually kill him, I guess, because yeah. he gets away. But the heavy breathing at the end over the soundtrack with all the shots of the houses, super ominous, really good. Yeah. Um, but it is sort of weird. This like white knight shows up and just mm -hmm. kind of blasts him, and then. <laughs> but it is cool that Laurie is just so traumatized, and she's like there, and she's but she fought back always. She never yeah. just gave in. And like this movie, I think will be the culmination of that, the extension of that, you know, the 2018. But it is like fighting back. Doctor Loomis is a trash doctor. <laughs> like, you have someone who's here victimized and and just like like really in a tough spot, and you're a psychiatrist yeah. presumably, uh, or a psychologist, and it's like he just ignores her. He's just like looking out the window. <laughs> like, yeah. well, we I mean, he's sure. he's so unhinged, you know. Yeah. But he is unhinged. 
Dude, what if you know what I did love? Doctor okay. Loomis is Michael in the new one. That'd be nuts. <laughs> I'll tell you what I loved. Ian was the cliche of the the police officer. Mm. Okay, the there's always the reluctant police officer right. that doesn't believe anything. Our town is fine. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's gonna happen. This is bullshit. I loved that the cop had that attitude. But, but still followed did it. through, yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, 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 I loved yeah. that. That's the weird thing with this movie is a lot of the bad cliches that are in lesser horror movies. Yeah, this movie actually doesn't really do mm-hmm. because like people do. I mean, obviously, there's a little bit of horror film logic where people are like walking around or whatever. But I mean, like you walk around in yeah. real life, you're not afraid for no reason in real life. You go outside to do the laundry. I mean. People just taking their clothes off randomly is like, all right, you would go in the bathroom. You would go in the bathroom yeah. to take, if you spilled hot butter on your clothes, you would go to the bathroom. Yeah. But, um, but like by and large, like Lori especially behaves like a human being would behave. The cop mm. is like, our town is fine, but still follows through yeah. on intelligence. Like, yeah, you're totally right. I, I really like that about yeah. this. All right. Moving on from, uh, Halloween. I, uh, I just love going over people's favorite horror films. Oh, yeah. The ones they're attached to. Jay Drysdale, American Werewolf in London. I haven't seen that one. all-time favorite horror movie. I watched it when I was 11 and have been obsessed with it ever since. Wanted to give that a shout-out. Shout-out. (laughs) Shout-out for American Werewolf. Just the effects are iconic. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that scene where he's just like, ah. It's crazy. So good. That's what I love, you know? Part of my obsession with horror comes from being in the moment, right? Being scared shitless, out of control, fully tuning everything out except what's happening in front of me. Yeah. But then also retreating back for a a moment and thinking of the craft. Thinking of the people that put those effects together. You know, I always think of Guillermo del Toro just smiling about it all. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's just like, look at this scary thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this thing scares me. This just weird. smiling about it. Like, yeah. I just love that. So good. Do you have any uh, favorite effects? Oh, Horror well, I mean, effects. The thing. Yes. You, yes. Yeah. Like, of course, like of course. pretty much can't be topped. <laughs> yeah. Alien has some really good ones. Mm-hmm. You know, suspense, sci fi horror. Uh, I really like one of my favorite. <laughs> this is pretty weird, but one of my favorite uh, effects in movies, like I think it's cool and scary and wild and nuts when someone is like just brutally like eviscerating somebody, like a victim or whatever, and then the blood is just continuously splashing up onto their face. Yeah. I think that's so deranged. Yeah. Um, Mandy recently really did a good shot like that, which just like the only thing I've seen blood, from that movie, blah. Ian, is Nick Cage covered in blood. Oh yeah, <laughs> that Mandy is awesome. <laughs> Mandy is so nuts. I gotta see. But it. um, like American Psycho has a good one of that. Uh, I mean, obviously they live and and um, yeah. or uh, not they live, but um, Dead Alive, Dead Alive, Dead Alive. Uh, where with the like oh my God. that like takes mower. it takes it to like the the yeah. nth degree, you know. But um, yeah, I I I have a, I'm a weird sucker for that kind of shot. Yeah. Uh, I actually alive. did one of those in an early project of mine where someone was like drilling someone <laughs> and blood was just like good. <laughs> Something about a drill, dude. Oh God, Maniac out. has a good drill kill in it. 
We got a fly. fly in here. We got oh the fly, dude. The fly. The fly. The effect. Oh my god. Top. I've tier. never seen the fifth, the OG fly, but I love Cronenberg's fly. It's one of my favorite movies. So the original black and white fly, the when you see it's it's pretty like dude's clearly wearing a helmet. Yeah. For a fly head, I don't care because it. Gives me nightmares, dude. Yeah. It it's, haunts it's me. I can't handle it. Like Google image or like nineteen fifties, probably. Yeah, I think so. The fly. Oh god, dude. Speaking of the fifties, uh, OG original Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Have yes. you ever seen that? So not good. the original. I've seen the eighties one. Oh, with, with uh, Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that one too. Seventies or eighties. Um, I mean, both of them are really good. Uh. Yeah, oh God, Body Snatchers, so good. Like at the end of the, I think the end of the fifties one. I think I'm thinking of the right one. He like runs up to the camera, and he's just screaming. And he's losing his mind. And he's like, he's like, they're all here. They're all of them. It's everybody or whatever. Like I can't remember what he's saying, but it's such a cool moment. So terrifying. I remember the studio put, forced the director to put like bookends on the movie, oh. like a, a framing narrative. Whoa. Because they thought. It was like too intense or something, so they had to like be like, "We got to defuse this because everyone's gonna think everyone's a pod person." Yeah. <laughs> so they had, and he was like, Ugh, "Fine." Studio oh, man, compromises. Yeah. Wasn't like Friedkin or something? That's like oh, the, that's the seventies the, one. The seventies right? one, I believe, yeah. was yeah, William Friedkin. God, so good. The Exorcist. Ugh. Here's a relevant one that is sliding under the radar. By the way. Tyler Travis, one of my favorites, is Suspiria. Oh, I love Suspiria. The remake is... is creep- it out? It's, it's not out yet. It's coming. Yeah. It's creeping coming. up. I might actually see this one in the theaters. I'm like, Got I usually, to. I'm usually too Got afraid to. to see horror in the theaters because yeah. I'm such a scaredy cat. You're going Halloween though, right? Uh, well, I'll be home during Halloween, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. But um, like I'll be like 30 minutes from the nearest movie theater mm-hmm. um, since we sold our house in my hometown. So, but yeah, uh... Who knows? Yeah. But maybe. Chill. But Suspiria, dude. Suspiria. Argento. Argento. Master. Yeah. He's got really good gore. Like likes to like pause on it. Yeah. You know? Knife in. Yeah. A lot of those shots. I, I'm a huge fan, Suspiria especially, of the lighting in that movie is so good. Cause it's just these stark reds, yes. just like slashes of light. Halloween does it too, but it's a little more realistic. Mm-hmm. Suspiria is just like we're going for it. Yeah, here's a big red slash of light. Yeah, uh, so you like that and the more... soundtrack. Like, come on, Goblin. Let's, Ye- let's oh be yeah, real. he's bummed. He's like, I'm not sure how I feel about Goblin being replaced by Tom York. Tom York. Tom yeah, York. Radiohead. Um, dude, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I hope Tom York does a good job at it. Yeah. I I mean, he's a brilliant musician. Obviously, yeah. I just like the one that he released. The two I think that he released so far are like. A little soft, you know. Like yeah. maybe they're maybe they're saving the bonkers yeah. stuff for the movie, but yeah. like Goblin out the gate, yeah. the music is basically just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like woo. Yeah, I've seen Suspiria, OG Suspiria in theaters like three times. Hell a yeah. buddy of mine who runs a thing called Wayward Cinema. If you're in the LA area, come. I think on the October 24th, he's doing a screening of it. Wayward Cinema. I've never seen it in the theater. Come with, come with. I should do it. The twenty fourth Wednesday. Definitely. 
He's doing a screening of it, man. Suspiria is a theater good. experience. Yeah. Well, he does it in like cool like warehouse things, but it's, it's important. It's cool. I just saw 2001 a little while ago in the Dude. theater for the first time, and then Alien had a yeah. showing a few years back. Yeah. Saw it for the first time in the theater. It's it's a big. It's actually a big deal. It. I saw Alien in theaters, uh, in the Biograph, which mm-hmm. is the the movie theater in Chicago outside of which derringer was shot and killed yep uh now it's a play theater but dillinger. i saw what did i say Derringer. oh dillinger yeah 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 um my phone is going off the hook um but uh shut it down shut it down shut here's a quiz shut it down shut it down forever it's just the dog robin hood men in tights no dark city <laughs> oh um, dark city yeah dude <laughs> anyway, the hell were we talking uh, about? We were talking about lighting. I want to go back on that oh. really quick. Do you prefer the Suspiria over the top lighting, or like you said in Halloween, I, I think of my favorite lit shot when he's across the street, yeah, on the porch, yeah, and the lights back. behind him. Oh yeah. God! I mean, huh. it depends on the movie, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love a good like Cabinet of Dr. Caligari like choice yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i love that but i mean if you're making a more realistic like get out style like mm-hmm. i mean get out has some i think kind of cool lighting stuff going on obviously it's a well shot movie but it doesn't go too crazy but yeah yeah get it's out. all good man movies are great <laughs> jeremy ferris favorite horror film is the 1931 classic dracula mm. i always prefer a good monster than anything psychological people say that you can't what you can't see is scarier than what you can, but I really believe we've lost the art of practical special effects, and horror has suffered the most from it. Yeah. Imagine if George A. Romero made his Dead trilogy with CG, then rolling up his sleeves and making monster movie history through through some of the all-time great gore. Thoughts? I 100% agree. Like, so, I mean, the 30s are a great example. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nosferatu, like, uh, earlier in the 30s, I think. 20s, but, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Freaks, obviously, is really good. Um, there's all a... The universal. Um, like, White Zombie, Cat People, all those. Um, there's a movie, it was a little later, but there's a movie called The Mask, which is really cool. It's about a possessed mask. And the gimmick, it was, like, during the 3D yeah. era. But uh, the... Um, the movie's only 3D when, when uh, a character is wearing the mask, so and cool. in the in the movie, the mask itself uh, like gets into people's heads, and it there's a cool oh I love it so much I want to like sample it and make a song or something, but the the voice goes put the mask on now like Dude. like over and over it just says that, and then a character is like ah, and it puts the mask on, but. That's also the cue to the audience to put on their 3D glasses. So perfect. It's so good. And then it's the this colorful, like, crazy, like, genius nutcase, like, well shot, just Wonderland. Oh, that movie is so weird. Sounds rad. Yeah, it's really cool. But um, yeah, practical effects, The Thing. I mean, this is a they, this happened with The Thing and The Thing remake, which I never saw because I heard it was bad. But yes, uh, that's CG. what happens. And, like, CG is not I bad. I am Ian, not against CG. I don't want to get Ian riled up. Alien Covenant. Oh. C-G. Yeah. How hard is it to find a super skinny tall guy? How hard is it? Get Bloodworth in there. Bloodworth would make a great xenomorph. Perfect. Perfect xenomorph. Blood Daniel Bloodworth. Ridley? Yeah. Call him up. That's why I still somewhat appreciate The Walking Dead. 
because once in a while they'll have some really good practical effects and gore they just had the new season nine premiere mm. say what you will about the show whatever it's obviously not the same show it used to be but i've i've disliked it for a long time <laughs> season one's classic yeah the pilot episode yeah. frank yeah, darabont yeah, yeah. the the yeah perfection and then season two like almost immediately yeah. i was like oh <laughs> yeah uh some good some good practical effects it's so you know great they ever go cg or is it always mostly practical? like with the blood and stuff oh, there's yeah, cg yeah, yeah. and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but but pretty good stuff bad cg blood is bad but it can be well done i've seen it well oh, done bad cg blood yeah offends me yeah all right this is a long one fight while not pure horror, if there is such a thing, I'm having a hard time coming up with a horror movie I love more than Alien. Hey. I'm sure this has a lot to do with the fact that sci-fi is my favorite genre, and Alien is also a top-tier sci-fi movie. We're going to get into genres here. But it really nails all the key points of a good horror movie. Realistic, relatable, and likable characters, some of whom have some secrets. A great hero, heroine. Ripley is one of the best. No, oh, no. Ripley the is the best. Yeah. The best. The best. Pure. Bar none. Yeah. A scary monster and a great setting with an oppressive, claustrophobic atmosphere. Another element of horror that is important to me, personally, is the sense of mystery or unknown. Thanks, Prometheus. And <laughs> Alien really excels in that aspect as well. You never learn anything about the crashed ship. Thanks, Prometheus. Its pilot or the alien itself. Thanks, Alien Covenant. Did he write this or are you adding that? <laughs> I'm adding that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the film is all the better and scarier for it. Of course, you can't have a horror movie without good kills. Yeah. I think the chestburster scene easily earns a place near the top of that list as well. I grew up, read about Alien all day. I may add more later, but I think this is a good start. <laughs> Alien, again, one of my all-time, all-time favorite movies. All-time. Yeah. Before we get into Alien, do you think Aliens is a horror film? Aliens? Aliens. Do you I, think Aliens is horror? I think Aliens is an action film. Okay. I mean, it action horror action it's an action sci-fi <laughs> like nine ellipses yeah. you know and then a horror, horror at the very <laughs> yeah 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 action like all the tags would be like action sci-fi female protagonist thriller thriller mystery, suspense yeah. mystery corporate uh, espionage <laughs> but yeah that's an action movie but uh alien is a probably sci-fi suspense horror movie yeah, it's um, one. Oh, what were you gonna say? No, Sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say one point that they brought up is I think to me the most important thing about horror movie characters mm -hmm. is realistic behavior. They, what I love about Alien is they are just truckers in space dealing with an issue. Yep. Like it doesn't get bogged down even on their own character stories. They just yeah. are who they are and they're dealing yes. with this problem in a way that is realistic. Yeah. They can't just sit back and and do nothing. They have to do something. They come up with a plan and it goes it falls apart. Yeah. To me that's scarier because when characters do things that are ridiculous, it's fun and crazy and you're like, "Oh, don't go up there like dumb yeah. idiot." Like it takes me out of it, it. It takes you out of it. I mean, like, there's there is partly kind of I think a fun, because uh, like Sophia was saying that she read this thing one time that was like, um, some horror. Some people think that in horror you need the characters to to do dumb things because then you as the audience can feel like, okay, I'm smarter than that. I would survive this. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, I get it. Like, yeah. and I'm like, okay, that's a cool theory. Like, I could see that as like an escapism sort of thing. Yeah. But to me, like, the true terror is when. 
the character is like, yeah, no, that's probably what I would have done too. Yeah. And then they still get hosed. Yep. (laughs) Like get out is a great example of that. Cause I think it has both of those elements where it's like within the movie, it has a guy saying like, what are you crazy? Don't do that. Yeah. And a character doing the things that you would probably do in that scenario. Time to go get the keys. Like get the keys. Let's get out of here. Come on. Oh shit. Um, it's so good. But yeah, alien is the same. They all do realistic things for that scenario. Yeah. And it's so much more terrifying then. I want to talk about the xenomorph. Yeah. I admire its purity. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> and I also want to talk about Ash. Yeah. And how much do you think Ash brings to the table in Alien? Do oh. you think Do you think Alien would st- like do you think the xenomorph itself would still be as terrifying on its own? Do you think those scenes would still play as well as they do? Or do you think because Ash is another threat, well, it, it kind of just raises the stakes for the entire movie? To me, to me, Ash is indicative of one of the greater underlying terrors of the Alien franchise, and that's corporate, corporate evil. Yeah, corporate greed, corporate yeah. evil, and like he he's a he's an arm working for Wayland Utani, mm-hmm. and like working for Guy Pierce. Yeah, <laughs> oh, thanks, Prometheus. Uh, <laughs> But and to me that's the scariest thing because like when she goes in and sees mother and it says crew expendable on yeah. the computer or whatever she sees that right not Dallas whatever um that to me is like maybe even scarier cuz it's just like oh that that's the, that It's like the alien's the wild card in the, the whole alien thing. is just a perfect killing machine yeah. doing its thing trapped in a weird scenario it's like an animal freaking out kind yeah. of i mean it's it's calculating and cold and, and and murderous but it's also just like backed into a corner and it's gonna pounce you know and it's the, hungry the corporate yeah and the corporation it well that's the cool thing about the xenomorph you never really know if it's killing for yeah, sport or eating, eating? yeah it's or laying it's i mean it's procreation i guess yeah. depending on which cut you watch but yeah. uh the um the corporation is just pure evil and it's only after its own interests, like monetizing this thing for weapons research. And it's like crazy because like it's never really clear if the corporation already knows about xenomorphs and is like intentionally putting people in harm's way to we try need to Prometheus get a specimen. To answer these yeah, questions, yeah, really. We really do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're not bitter about it. Oh God. <laughs> Old people and their Jesus narratives. No one cares anymore, Ridley. It's over. <laughs> the uh, the director's cut, though, you were talking about, like, which cut you watch, procreation. Yeah. You know. Cocooning Dallas. Classic kill me line. Classic. I love, I love. I know you love a good kill me. Just take me out. Yeah. We're past the point of survival or anything. And put me out of my misery. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine being in that mental state? Where you're like, death would be better than what's going to happen to me? That's so intense. Uh, what happened? Poked my eyeball on the microphone. I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. You okay? Yeah. Getting hyped on xenomorphs. <laughs> I'll tell you uh, one thing Alien does not have that Aliens does. Hicks. Hicks. <laughs> Vasquez. Yeah. The queen alien. Oh, yeah. My favorite image from any movie, any video game of all time is Ripley with Newt Backing, and yeah. just staring yep. up at the queen alien I knew it. that 
I knew it immediately. I was like, I saw it in my <laughs> yeah. mind before I even said anything. Yeah. That image made me who I am today. <laughs> Watching that in my youth, I was like, yep, this is it. This is what I love. Fell in love with horror ever since. That's why I think Ripley is such an amazing role model at, like, and character because like, she is... She, I mean, obviously, she's this total badass. She's always, she's really smart. She's always dealing with her situations, but she's also like, still a woman, you know. Yeah. And but it's never really like, it's not ever made a thing. It's yeah. just like here's here's this person. Exactly. She's doing what she's gonna do, and she's pissed, and she's gonna take these <laughs> these bastards down. Yeah. Uh, like when she goes back to new. That's the weirdest thing with Alien. Um, cause like, I think some of the cuts in the director that they took out for the theatrical, like the super extended long, um, turret gun sequence. I'm like, this in is aliens. too long in aliens. Yeah. That's too long. But the weirdest thing that they cut out was her daughter stuff. The, cause it's like this weird, yeah. it's like very important through line for her and Newt. Yeah. And kind of just a cool sci-fi thing where it's like, you've been floating in space for 53 years. Your daughter has outlived Your daughter, you and died of old age. Yeah, died of old age. Like, that. that's just the kind of cool sci-fi stuff I, I eat up. Yeah. Three-body problem, by the way. So crazy. I'm on the third book of that right now. My God. But, um, yeah, and and I, I'm, that's a bummer of a cut that they took that out. I've yeah. always loved that that storyline, personally. Yep. But, yep. yeah, Ripley is so badass. And that image just encapsulates everything. everything. She's got Newt. She's got this gun. And then, and then when, when, the, when the egg opens, she's like, the look right. that she does at the queen, she's just like, "You messed yeah. up, yep, like you bitch. You're done." And then she just fries everything. So, that look she does is oh god, culmination. Sigourney Weaver, dude, Saint Sigourney, coming back in Avatar two. She's in that. Yep. Wait, was she the bad guy in one? No, she was like the Doctor Grace Augustine. She was like the. I love Sigourney Helper Weaver. Helper of the... She was like the mediary of the Na'vi and the humans oh, and right. the scientists. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I, can't remember, did she, I can't remember if she turned bad or not. She... Oh. But she's in Avatar 2. Huh. Sci-fi. Flashbacks. You're never dead. I hear... Uh, Stephen I, Lang's back too. He died. Oh, really? He's back. I hear that the uh, Avatar land at Disney World Animal Kingdom is like amazing. Yeah. Like the reason those movies are taking so long was probably because James Cameron took like two years off to like develop yeah that land he was extremely hands-on yeah this is not just some corporate like oh let's just avatar cool let's just adapt that make it no he like helped build it my my friends uh pam and chris were there they fast passed one of the rides went on it and then immediately walked off got in the three hour line and did it again and they were like totally worth it <laughs> so apparently i'm, I'm, oh I'm going God. in like december i'm really excited oh i'm jealous film it are you allowed to film there? No, they Damn. they don't like that. Dang it. I mean, I think you can like do videos on your phone or whatever, but like yeah. I don't think you can film inside a ride. Dang they they frown upon that. That'd be a great easy update. Yeah. Oh. Not going to do it. <laughs> All right, next up, Rooster Box. This one's for you, Ian. What is your favorite horror film? Definitely The Thing. Yeah, baby. Rooster the acting Box. from every person in it, even the half wolf dog Jed is <laughs> note perfect. And the paranoid atmosphere is second to none. The jump scares still get me. Yeah. Even though I've seen this movie many times over the years. Ian, you don't like jump scares. I don't love them. How do you handle the thing? Here's the thing. Here's uh, the, the thing. thing. <laughs> ah, I'm a thing. Um, to me, there's a difference between a jump scare 
and a jump scare. Yeah. Like, movies like Drag Me to Hell or newer, like, shock horror, whatever, I don't like those because they're, they're like, annoying jump scares. When the volume is six right. and then the jump scare is, like, like, 14. 40. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just, like, like it's... It, I, that kind of like exploitation of mm-hmm. audience of human physiognomical physiological yeah. responses just makes me annoyed. Whereas jump scares in movies like the thing or the witch or whatever, where it's like, sure, maybe it's just, a uh, or even alien where it's like, Oh, it's a cat. Like yeah. it was a fake out. Those I still like because I don't know. They're done with respect, you know, Absolutely. like respectful jump scares. I'm okay with. Yeah exploitative like cheap jump scares yeah. i i get mad. i know what you mean because there are there are levels of jump scares yeah. there are like the the volume 50 ones yeah and like that don't even make any like drag me to hell i got so like worked up just because of the like jump scares like there's a jump scare in that where a napkin is blowing by a car and then yeah. it just goes like this yeah. and the music <laughs> just goes yeah. for no reason or and i'm when, just like what or when a jump scare like you fly out of your seat, but the character on screen is just like, huh? Uh, yeah, like yeah. they're fine. They're yeah. the one in the situation, right. and it's not even freaking them out because they didn't hear <laughs> exactly. the nine hundred cellos going. Exactly. Like so good. In alien, in oh. Halloween has a really weird one in the very very beginning when it, when the, the sister and boyfriend when the light turns off and all of a sudden the music just goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just turned off the light. What? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> like that was so weird. Another weird shot was when like Michael was take hijacking the car, and yeah. he was like on the roof, and his like hand came. Yeah, down. yeah I was yeah. like, this is like, weird. and it like cut, and you can obviously see the breakaway glass change. Yeah. Is so funny. Oh it man, weird. it's so quaint. I love it. All right, running out of time. We got we're, like <laughs> we're on page two. <laughs> Close. <laughs> uh, didn't want to talk about this because this is. You you know I love Friday the 13th. Yeah. More specifically, Stephen Beaumont. The Tommy Jarvis trilogy. That would be Friday the 13th, 4, 5, and 6. Wow. Corey Feldman is young Tommy Jarvis in 4. Track him all the way through. He obviously goes away, but then, you know, new actors. Right. But then uh, Friday the 13th, part six. So wait, who's Tommy Jarvis? So Tommy Jarvis. I know this name, but I don't remember who. He's the one who goes. He's like Jason Voorhees' rival, dude. The okay. only person who like goes through multiple films and gets gets one up oh, on Jason. Doesn't die. Yeah. Takes him down. Final boy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> It's great to see schlock horror can have through lines, and this particular story deals with PTSD, which oh. is actually pretty groundbreaking. Dude, Corey Feldman in these movies, or in the in the part four, like, die, 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 and he keeps having, like, nightmares about it, because at the end of Friday the 13th, part four, machete just hacking away at Jason, dude, just die, die, like, n- traumatized ever since. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, it comes back in six, he's like dealing with the fallout of Jason. Like that's when it gets really supernatural part six, like Jason comes back like zombie Jason, but, but part six is my favorite. Is that Jason goes to hell? That's number nine. Oh, okay. Way off. Six is Jason lives. Oh, okay. It's got the best kills. It's really good. Which one's Jason goes to space. 10. 
Jason J- X. Jason X has arguably the greatest kill ever when he dumps the head in liquid nitrogen and then like picks it up and then smashes the head on the count on the counter and the head just goes everywhere. <laughs> oh man. Really good kill. Look that one up. It's top tier. Jason X cryo kill. <laughs> <laughs> cryo kill. The birds. Underrated. Oh yeah. Underrated. I don't think Hitchcock can be under Universally loved. I guess underrated for Hitchcock. Underrated for our generation. Yeah. Oh, sure. Which is kind of sad. Like, there'll be a day when you talk to... I bet a lot of people watching have not really seen some Hitchcock. Yeah. No, I I trust... The Birds is actually one of the few I haven't seen. I love Hitchcock, and I haven't seen The Birds entirely. We watched, like, chunks of it in film school. Dude. So that's why I was, like... Because we watched all the, like, hits, you know? So then I, like, just didn't get around to watching the full... But, I mean, like, Psycho... Vertigo. Yeah. Psycho Psycho is a jump scare that still gets me when the gra- when the mom runs yeah. out at the top of the stairs. Oh. Gets me every time. Yeah. Cuz the timing of it is so weird. Yeah. No matter how many times I've seen that movie, I can never predict when it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, how do you think so he did good. that? I wonder. I bet you can find out. <sighs> just just got like a stopwatch or innate something. genius. Yeah. yeah. He he yeah, he did he did so he had some <laughs> kind of algorithm that told him like the scariest right. number of seconds to wait. It's like you <laughs> have to wait here. Cuz they've they've <sighs> given up hope. Or they're they're not afraid anymore, and then you smash them in the face with it. This line, though, the birds, underrated and amazing in its determination to unnerve you without music as a crutch. Oh, yeah. You know, we've been talking about music here, especially the Halloween theme, which is a big part of the tension in that movie. Oh, I would argue almost all of it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, like, horror movies that just are quiet. Three, you know, A Quiet Place just came out. Dude. A lot of moments of silence Very in that good. movie. Very good. Uh, excellent. Saw one. Yeah. Tight. <laughs> Visceral. That's all he says about yeah. it. Saw <laughs> one is good, dude. I like Saw one. Well-written Nightmare on Elm Street, having done half psych in high school. The film makes me smile with how much is pulled straight from the textbook. Very great premise, and the use of latex in the bedroom dream scene is absolutely amazing practical effect that would look absolutely hideous if it was ever done CGI. We have not talked about another icon of horror. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Like, deplorable creep any way you slice it. Yep. Like, just a freako. Like, as as evil and as bad of a person as you could possibly imagine. Yeah. But he's an icon. Yeah. We love him. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you know, but I like Jason more, but still, like, he's got a following. Yeah. He is a icon of a genre. Yeah. Pretty much everyone knows his name. He's guest starring in Mortal Kombat games. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, Ian? Why is this? Why I, do we end up rooting for Freddy Krueger? I think, I mean, the the core premise, I think, is one of the scarier things to me. Because to me, one of my, the chief horrors in my life, right, is like not is the fear of not being able to get sleep, not being able to fall asleep. Because mm-hmm. you're helpless, and it's the only thing you need to stay like sane. Mm-hmm. So the idea of a, a killer that can only get you in your sleep, yeah, is so scary. And and that the classic idea of like manifesting your own greatest fears and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like Event Horizon level stuff. Like th- that's just the two scariest things. Yeah. 
and he's becoming got that a nightmare. Power. Yeah, it's like it's, it's just, an ugh. infatuation with mm-hmm. his his powers. Yeah, um, Zachary Walton. I've been catching up on some horror essentials this year, and I was a giant scaredy cat growing up. I started with a Nightmare on Elm Street, and I'm honestly hooked. <laughs> I was reading somewhere that at the time Freddy was so impactful because he was the first slasher who spoke oh. and had a personality beyond just stab, stab, kill, kill. That's I, interesting. I think it really helps a lot to have a killer that voices how they feel because in a weird way you start to root for them still don't know how to feel about that one (laughs) (laughs) also can we talk about how great the ending of the first nightmare on elm street is for doing home alone before kevin callister ever held a paint can i don't remember uh, the end of chris larue comments agreed 100 on freddy slashers are great in that over time you begin to root for the bad guy like you want the good guys to escape but there's also a lot of fun in the villain succeeding Freddy's personality just amplifies that love tenfold. So is it just charisma? Yeah, I mean, Freddy, he's ca- that, charismatic bastard. That's like, the thing about him is he's like, kind of funny. Yeah. He like makes jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Which you don't often get. Like Mike Myers, not cracking wise. No. Jason Voorhees. Hasn't spoken all in business. 15 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, Freddy versus Jason. Moves quickly. Oh, Freddy versus Jason was fun. I saw that in love theaters. It. I remember I want... This makes me... Think about, you know, mm-hmm. weirdly likable, but also so gross. The Cenobites, dude. Hellraiser. Pinhead. So I am so unfamiliar with, like, the lore of Hellraiser. Oh, okay. I've seen Hellraiser all the way through. Just the first fully, movie? Just the first movie. Dude, Hellraiser's two and three, I think. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, well, most of these franchises where there's, like, Go a the billion of them. Uh, and, like, some of them get really weird later, but... The first, I think two, maybe the first three are super crazy. I think two and three are the best ones for like weird freaky hell stuff. Cool. Because the crazy thing with Hellraiser is there's like kind of, um, there's like a pseudo deal with the devil kind of vibe where it's like if you pick up the puzzle box, you're sort of asking for it. Whether or not you know that you are, you know, that gets a little touchy, but... Uh, some people knowingly are like invoking this power. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the reasons I really like the ninth gate too. Mm-hmm. Um, even though that movie's not very good, uh, but it has some crazy stuff in it, but Hellraiser, there's something so unsettling and gross about it. But, uh, pinhead is just, it's weird because Icon. he's, but he's like lawful evil. He like follows the rules and yeah. that makes him even scarier because it's like, Hey, you invited us. Yeah. And then, like, no amount of you being like, no, 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 no. He's like, these are the them's the breaks, man. Yeah. You picked up that box. It's really freaky. Because yeah, don't you get kind of no annoyed? Nonsense. Don't you get annoyed when a when a psycho is just a psycho for no reason? Is it yeah. kind of annoying? You're it just rarely, like, oh, go away. Like, you're st- it's like at one least, of those things that when it works, it works great. I mean, yeah. like the Joker. Yeah. Uh, but when it doesn't work, yeah, it doesn't work. It's yeah. like you're just trying t- way too hard yeah. <laughs> to be cool. Um. Oh, I was on something and I lost it. Moving on. Lost it. Lost friendly, the thought. Jokes. Charisma. Lost the thought. We got. We're running out of time here. Lightning round. Go. Lightning round. Get them up. We didn't even get through. We got through the first first question. question. It's my. It's my favorite. Yeah. You know, talking about people's favorite things and then just talking about that. Uh, what is your favorite genre within horror? Ooh. Ken reels. For me, the best horror movies always have some heart to them which is why i love films like mama and lights out 
Mm. And if you can't already tell I'm a big fan of supernatural slash ghost story type horror films, that are demon po- demon possession films, and the king of them will always be The Exorcist. The movie still scares me to this day. I'm also looking forward to returning to a quiet place in the future to see if it can really top Exorcist as one of my favorites of all time. What do you guys think has the most potential to be a modern classic for years to come? Uh, modern classics for hereditary, sure. dude. I'm I'm gearing up to watch that one. I think I'm gonna watch it when I'm back from vacation. Yeah. Um, Get Out. I think will stand the test of time. Oh, absolutely. I think A Quiet Place will. Uh, The Witch maybe. Mm-hmm. Hereditary. I've heard nothing but amazing yeah. things. I haven't seen it. The um, Wailing. Uh, dude, I was watching trailers for that the other day. Nice. The trailers are so weird because it's like a '90s style trailer almost. Like an early two thousand, like right? Yeah, like and like it doesn't really betray anything supernatural, except there are like two or three shots where you're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the wailing dude seems weird. It's is so it scary? Good. Is it like yeah. really? Yeah, it gets pretty freaky. Yeah, haven't it's seen good. haven't seen the new it yet. Oh, it, dude, it's it gonna was, hold up. It was one of those ones when I was a kid. I saw the original it. Yeah, and the second half of the original it is like basically terrible but like the first half some of that stuff in that sticks with me like to this day like going upstairs i like look behind myself passing (laughs) passing uh sewer grates you always see pennywise in there in in big empty like shower rooms i'm just like uh, like looking around i'm like these are all gonna turn on any second um it just got in it, it hooks in man same with event horizon but what's your favorite horror genre oh man um, I guess like psychological, psychological. horror. Yeah. Uh, your 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 Hellraisers, your Jacob's Ladders, your Get Out. Well, Get Out's not really, but uh, no. I don't know. Good <laughs> is that? That's a cheap cop out. But um, no, I feel yeah. Like psychological. What's yours? Slasher? Psychological. It's it's hard because psychological overall is my favorite. Yeah. Slasher because I love Friday the Thirteenth, but also body horror because oh, of yeah. Cronenberg's Cronenberg, entire baby. filmography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, God, Loves they're all. Body yeah, I, I guess I just I I have favorites within every subgenre. Yeah. Uh, the ghost, ghost and demon possession stuff actually. And that I well, love demons. Those are the ones that freak me out the most. Me too. Because like with a ghost, what do you do? There's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, demons are something I can really get behind. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I can really put that on a mug. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like okay, demons probably don't exist. Sure, probably. Yeah, don't that's, exist. That's There's the still thing. a part in the back of my mind that's like can't explain. It's like explaining the cosmos. You right, know, right? You you don't have all the answers. Like maybe I don't know. And and I mean I think there's something. That's what successful horror does, right? It just taps into these innate human fears. Mm-hmm. That's why I like psychological horror and like, I mean, cosmic horror is my favorite <laughs> horror genre, but. There are sadly, shockingly few examples mm-hmm. of cosmic horror in film. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, a few great ones. Um, but the kind of st- psychological horror, cosmic horror, when you can't trust your own senses, that's really big for me. I like that. That's really unsettling. But also, ghost stuff, demon stuff, that kind of just like nameless, unknowable evil. Yeah lurking out there is just a human fear because it has to do with religion so much too mm-hmm. it, it's tied so much to religion and you think about how big religion is in the world and how many people believe in it and yeah. it's like well if they believe that you kind of have to believe in 
right like demonology and and you know because so. like yeah if this if this side of of the coin is real yeah then, then this side of the coin might be real too yeah. guys like, so yeah. I, I just love that the mythology surrounding yeah. demons epic natalie the best horror films tap into our most primal fears yeah i knew you'd love that <laughs> the masked killer the dead coming back to life to eat us bite us haunt us that being said horror has often been healing for me personally oh. my mom died 10 years ago mm. after being in a coma slash vegetative state for almost a year and after she passed horror was one of the fi few film genres that really helped me feel better mm. as messed up as that sounds you know people say we're messed up because we call it cozy <laughs> Maybe the thought of a ghost when you're missing someone you love isn't so horrible. Or it could be that seeing people go through terrifying pain and anguish but still survive was what I needed to know that I could survive. Horror and loss definitely go hand in hand. Some great examples of this are The Babadook, The Others, Don't Look Now, Don't The look Descent, now, so good. Hell Yeah, and most recently, Hereditary. Uh-oh. I would also like to give a shout-out to Scream. <laughs> I watched it recently, and in my opinion, it does not hold up, but it was my intro into Wes Craven, who is my gateway to all other horror. Thank you for sharing that, Natalie. Yeah. Um, Chris LaRue also chimes in. I never thought about it until now, but I think I was the same. After my father died, I took an interest in campy horror, going through a franchise a week. Actually, the last movie I watched with my father was Freddy vs. Jason, which he took me to go see a few days before his death. It's curious that I never made the connection. Man. Yeah, you know... Again, thank you for sharing that. Um, it's like my wife always calls me out for when I'm really depressed, watching really depressing movies. Oh, yeah. She's like, why do you do that? And for me, you know, Natalie kind of pretty much nailed it of watching people go through it and survive is hopeful. When I, yeah, when I was suffering from chronic depression for a decade when I was younger, uh, I would watch As Good As It Gets on, like, loop <laughs> because, you know, you feel seen. You're just like, these people are horribly depressed yeah. and they're not dead. Yeah. And you just want to see that. And I think, yeah, horror has the same kind of thing. Um, part of that, uh, I think about um, The Haunting, where um, that... That lady who's looked the same for a hundred years and yeah. and plays that character in every movie, when she realizes that, like, spoiler alert, the haunting, uh, that the little kid ghosts are trying to help her, yeah, not scare her. Yeah, I always like that kind of a twist in a ghost story where it's like, oh, there's a good ghost and some bad ghosts. Yeah, like there are good forces here and bad forces. Um, yeah, and like again, American Horror Story season one and like other classic ghost stories like that where it's like. Oh, it's more complicated than just one bad ghost. Yeah. Um, I really like that. I really like that yeah. um, aspect of it. Sometimes horror can border on absurd. How are the most successful films able to ride that line to terrifying results? <laughs> Evil Dead is absurd. Oh, yeah. And I can't get enough. The charming low-budget original that led leaned into that kind of slapstick horror with the sequels. I feel like no horror movie has pulled it off the way Evil Dead has. Ash is an iconic protagonist who on pen and paper is kind of a sleazy, selfish, hateable guy, but I love it. Even in the series Ash vs. Evil Dead. Probably one of the most, like, you know, we're talking about the villains and these, these horror icons. 
you know, being the villains. Yeah. He's a hero. Yeah. And an icon. Yeah. Like one of the few. I like I like Army of Darkness a lot. Yeah. Um uh a, a, a recent uh, not super recent, but more recent uh example of a movie of that kind of ilk is uh Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Have you seen that? I have not. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean it's more like Cabin in the Oh, Cabin in the Woods, dude. Cabin in the Woods. Uh, but it's it's more like uh Cabin in the Woods kind of like comedy horror yeah. sort of, but it's it's really funny. All right. We're on the last page. Skipping through. Because you just skipped four yeah. pages. Yeah. <laughs> we have to end on this. Cabin hey, man, I'm having a blast, by the way. Good. Me too. Getting real in here about horror. <laughs> what is your all-time favorite kill from a horror movie? Oh, Morgan Mahala. My favorite kill from a horror movie is the elevator scene from Cabin in the Woods. Ah. Pure chaos. <laughs> it is so good. So that means that entire scene, right? Where yeah. just everything is going off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, we didn't produce that or whatever, and it it's so Buffy. It's like, oh yeah, it gives me the most bu- oh, Buffy Oh, I thought vibes. you said we didn't produce that. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think anyone assumed that we produced that. <laughs> we, we didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Absolutely love it. Here's another good one. John White. My all-time favorite killing is easy is an easy one. Jason Voorhees. Deca- By the way, shout out to Jason Voorhees for being unquestionably the master of the kill. Oh. He's got the highest body count and rarely any dupes. Oh. That's true. Likes Mike, to get Mike creative. Just stabs everyone. But what is more unsettling than a stab and a choke? Right. <laughs> nothing, right. nothing really. Often at the same time with Mike <laughs> Myers. Choking you from the back seat, stabbing you. Yeah. There's a simplicity Ooh. to it. Yeah. A beautiful simplicity. It's, it is. It's an art. It's an art form. Jason Voorhees decapitating Julius on the roof in Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. The absurdity <laughs> of the scene is a perfect microcosm of the movie, which is why I love it so dearly. Julius, thinly painted as a successful high school boxer, thinks he can simply box Jason off the roof to safety. He punches repeatedly, slowly, knocking Jason backwards, one step at a time, just as Jason reaches the edge of the roof. He finally stops toying with Julius, who has nearly collapsed from exhaustion. With his last breath, Julius gasps gasps the seminal line, Take your best shot, mother effer. One swing from Jason is enough to knock off Julius's head, which then rolls down the fire escape and into an open dumpster with the lid closing for effect. It even features decapicam. Great. Did you make that word up? Because that's that's a keeper. It's very good. It even features decapicam view from the severed head as it flies through the sky. I absolutely oh, that's so good. I absolutely love campy horror movies, but Part Eight is resting comfortably in the Hall of Fame, and I'm unsure if it can ever be topped. I like. uh, I'm reminded of of, uh, chainsaw kills, kind of again on what I was saying earlier with the blood flying in the face. Yeah, but um. In American Psycho, when he like lines up the shot with the chainsaw and then drops it down the flight of stairs at that woman, yes, just there's something just like cold, calculated torture. Yeah, is so intense in movies. Yeah. I think that's why the Hellraiser series is so unsettling because it's just like it makes you feel like unsettled, gross. Yeah. Saw as well. I think people like that kind of torture porn stuff, but 
Torture porn. There's another genre. Yep. Yeah. Not a favorite. No. Yeah. Just saw one. Yeah. Saw I think one. I saw two also. Then I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Like one felt like it had like, I don't know. Apparently the story gets bonkers, but. Yeah. But yeah. And, and one is James Wan. Did you ever see High Tension? Yeah. Never before have I loved the first 80% of a movie and then outright despised the second yeah. or the last, that last part. The last just because the twist is so nonsensical, mm-hmm. it, it blows my mind. What about though? Underrated. Before we wrap this up. I don't hear a lot of people talk about it lately. They mm-hmm. just came out with a sequel. It took way too long to come. It came and went. Mm-hmm. Flopped. To me, it's one of the all-time greats. Really. The Strangers. Dude. The Strangers. The Strangers 1 is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Because it's so realistic. Yeah. Ugh. It's I like, so, can't watch it. Yeah. It freaks me out so much. It's, it's so intense. God. I watched it in Chicago with my roommate at the time. He's one of my best friends. I've known him since we were like four. Yeah. Uh, and we were watching it the whole time, and we were both just like this, yeah. and we both just kept repeating, why did we do this? <laughs> why did we start watching this? Yeah. But like we couldn't look away. Yeah. The, the, the use of sound. Yeah. Banging off screen. Yeah. Just hearing bangings. Also, like, really good, kind of Halloween-inspired, where the... The dude in the mask when she's like looking this way and then he's just behind her for a second and then like walks away. Yeah. Just like could take the shot. Also also mistaken mistake kills by the heroes. Legendary in that movie. Oh, a good Legendary. mistake kill, dude. Mistaken yes. kill. Yes. Also one of the greatest final lines of, of a horror movie I forget in it. history. I forget. Stranger spoilers uh, coming up here, but... At the very end, uh, uh, Liv Tyler, right? Yeah. Uh, Liv Tyler is like, she just goes, "Why? Why are you doing this?" And then yeah. one, the woman, one of the the like baby doll, cupid doll one, just says, "Because you were home." Yep. And I'm just like, so messed up. Ah, yeah. That kind of like that kind that of stuff true in horror, crime shit, right? Dude. Where it's just like, no reason, no reason, just cause. Like that's the freakiest stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Just cause the strangers. No reason because you were home. All right, we're a little over time. Got to do a quote challenge. Got to do a quote challenge. I prepared one for you. Did you? Yeah, I got to get my phone. If there's any others, horror though, I think we really got into it. Yeah, I love it. Um, just you know th- that it's cathartic. Yeah. For for many of you out there, uh for for personal reasons and you know, it there's so much to love about it. The the love of being scared, the love of the craft, you know, of, of the gore. Yeah. Of just the the visuals of some of these scenes and some of these psychos like you know, Michael Myers just standing backlit. There's just something so powerful about that, you know, yeah. that just stays with you. And, like, um, I used to, at an old job, I used to technical direct, like, run the switcher on a show, um, in, uh, This Week in Horror, and my, my friend Elric Kane hosted, I think now it's called Inside Horror, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, or the name has changed. It's a different company that runs all of it. But uh, I had the huge fortune of meeting, like, some of the huge names in horror. Uh, yeah, I met, like, 
Jeffrey Combs, who's in Reanimator, and I met uh, I met uh, what's his name, Vin- Vince- Vincelli, uh, the guy who Vincenzo directed Vincenzo Natali. Yeah, who directed Dude, uh, Cube yes. and Splice. I think I met Roger Corman. Yeah, uh, like yeah, and it was it was such an amazing experience because across the board, um, having known or you know briefly met, not known, but like knowing a few friends who are huge, like big into horror and in the horror movie scene. Yeah, the the crazy, there's a connective thread between all of them, and it's that horror people, in my experience, are some of the nicest people I've ever yeah. met. Just right. so nice. It's like you made a movie where a severed head is talking on a table. Yeah. You made a movie where like someone's eating someone else's guts for forty minutes or whatever. Yeah. And like you're the nicest person yeah. I have ever encountered. Yeah. And it's so funny because I think, yeah, there is this catharsis, this release, mm-hmm. and like it's kind of a weirdly healthy way to deal with trauma and yeah. life issues, I think. Oh, uh, there was a co- there was a comment that said that same thing where it's like I've been lucky and privileged enough to live a nice cozy life yeah. and horror is where i can enjoy these right things from a safe place i think there is something human about that like you need yeah. you need that kind of release or something that mm-hmm. i don't know that's ex- weird to experience it yeah. in a way uh I've we would be I, we're wrapping it up i swear but we would be in trouble uh-huh if we Came out of this without mentioning Hannibal Lecter. Oh my God! Yeah. How did we? Yeah. How did we go yeah. this far? I know. How did I we know. go this far? I know. Oh my God! Science you. of the Lambs. I know. And the and TV the series, show. the TV, <laughs> the TV show Hannibal. To watch this day, it. watch watch it. Hannibal. <laughs> to this day, the most unsettling thing I think I've ever seen. Uh, and it was on NBC, NBC. network television series, the most gruesome thing I've ever seen. I never look away in horror, ever. You know, at most, I'll have my hood and, and kind of do this. Mm-hmm. There's a scene... Really? That makes me comforted. Yeah. He, he, hearing of you even scared at oh. all, I'm like, oh. Like, stra- yeah, strangers is yeah, just yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. I yeah. thought you were, like, unassailable. No, 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 no. You're yeah. always like, oh, go see this horror yeah. movie. Oh, I, oh. Like, hereditary uh, the entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, There was a scene in Hannibal, NBC... Yeah. <laughs> like in nighttime television. Yeah. That I, I looked away. Oh, yeah. It had to do with mushrooms. Oh, right. I remember like, that one. Yeah. The Colombian necktie or whatever. That oh. was pretty intense in God. that. Uh, yeah, dude. And you know what I think does it? Hmm. Um, because Hannibal uh, is such a gourmand, gourmand, yeah. whatever. They shoot they shoot the, the body parts like food. I they try to make the audience desire gore yeah. like food. Yep. And it is repulsive. so repulsive. It, it makes you feel yeah. disgusting yeah. as a human being watching that show. It is repugnant yeah. in the best ways. And I mean, we could have an entire hour discussion on his character alone. Oh, you know, Lord. we're talking about... Re- also, love Mads. Love Mads. I mean, I love Anthony Hopkins and Mads. Yeah. A couple of the greats there. You know, like... Killing people because they're rude might be the best motivation <laughs> of a killer in Lawful movies. evil. Yeah. Lawful evil follows his code yeah. of conduct, you know? And, like, almost supernaturally unbeatable, yeah. kind of. Like, just gets Genius away with it, intellect. escapes all the time. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. 
Oh my god. So good. Hopefully, you know, there's been rumblings, rumblings. that it's coming back. Yeah. Again, if you're concerned you haven't watched Hannibal because you know it got canceled, I still feel like It ends well. I still feel like it does end well. Obviously yeah. they were they were gonna do they were supposed to do more. And that I think didn't they happen. Still might. It still might happen, a movie or some kind of yeah. closure. But even if that never I happens, there, I think there was something with still... the rights that like had a certain amount of time that to revert to somebody or I don't know. Mm. But it, it's yeah, it's been there have been rumblings. Netflix, somebody, yeah, one who knows? can hope. Come on, finish it off. Yeah. So I had to give a shout out. Shout out, Hannibal. <laughs> okay, I got a good one for you. Okay. Quote challenge. Are you ready? I'm ready. I hate a guy with a car and no sense of humor. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, like when I earlier yeah. today I saw that line, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is the weirdest thing to it's say. Like creeping. Yeah. Because she's like, speed kills, and then he stops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when I was watching that too, maybe maybe you know. Is that the first time in a horror movie when I when the killer is driving away in the car and then just stops? Oh. And then and then continues on? Because that is unnerving, dude. Oh, well, it doesn't continue on, but get out. <laughs> get out? The beginning? Yep. When the car just stops? Zodiac? Oh, God. Disturbing? Oh, Zodiac. Just like parks, drives away, like Zodiac, that like, stuff. That's the oh. weird thing about, about horror movies, because like ghosts and stuff and freaky, that kind of stuff, besides the strangers and a few other exceptions, like normally the realistic stuff, serial yeah. killers and that stuff, isn't as scary to me, which is weird because it should be the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the things that can happen. And like as I get older, yeah. I think it does scare me more. I mean, Room is like one of the scariest movies ever just because it's so real. Yeah. real. But um, that kind of stuff, yeah. But Zodiac, I think, has that weird... Uh, it's like a confluence of real crime, but also because it was unsolved, mm-hmm. it almost does give it this mythical. kind of supernatural, mythical quality to it, which yeah. makes it even more unsettling. Yeah. Plus, Fincher is just so good. Yeah. But anyway, do you have a quote for me? I admire its purity. <laughs> no, that's too easy. Alien. I can't, man. I can't think of these on the spot. It's funny because I always, I'm always asking you and, and the other allies like movie quotes. Yeah, and then on the spot, and then on the spot, like, oh, they just yeah, they yeah. just come, they fly in, man. It's like a super highway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, don't worry about I was, it. I was, I was. Oh, you did great, by the way. Thank hard. you for guest hosting. I mean, we always co-host it, but yeah, co. Lead, lead yes. co. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was very fun. Horror movies, October 19th. Yeah, Halloween. Comes Halloween. early this year. I'm really hoping this is the one. We've, we've been pretty spoiled this year with A Quiet Place and Hereditary. Yeah. To me, those are two top tier. Yeah. Absolute top tier modern horror films i really 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 want halloween to be in that category i want it to be legendary it's getting great reviews yeah everyone's loving it so far great buzz yeah love his new mask yeah it's kind of like plus just jamie Lee deteriorated Curtis, she seems so cool yeah and the yeah the the entire again yeah rambling right. the entire way that this production went down it's yeah. amazing it's og michael myers back yeah exciting sick Teeth. Ugh. Teeth down. Ugh. You're one of us now, Michael! There it is. What's that from? Halloween 2? You're one of us now! 
I don't know. You're one of us now, Michael! We didn't talk about it, dude. We didn't even talk about that entire genre. That's how prolific horror is. Vampires. Oh, God. Lost Boys. Oh, Lost Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lost Boys. You're one of us now, Michael! <laughs> Yeah, vampires dude. rule, especially a human. Vampires are great. A human who wants to be a vampire mm. to live forever. Yeah, love that motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've Sucking seen what blood. we do in the shadows, right? You made me watch yeah. it, and I thank you for it oh, because God. that is one of the greats. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> ten out of ten. I love vampires, dude. Dude, uh, Interview with the Vampire oh. is one of my favorite looking films. Yeah, I tried rewatching it though. <laughs> Very 90s and cheesy. Yeah. Also, like, looks so beautiful. Way though. more homoerotic than I remembered it oh, being. Yeah. I was like, as a kid, I was like, yeah, vampire's sick. And I'm like, oh, these two boys are in love. Yeah. Like, watching it as an adult, I was like, oh, oh, oh. And right. I see it now. <laughs> like, oh, how did I miss this when I was a baby kid? Yeah. Dude, Brad Pitt. <laughs> And uh, what's his name? You asked the wrong question. Don't yeah, 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 yeah. Almost kiss, yeah. man. They get they so almost kiss like eight times in that movie. It's amazing. I put that on when I was like cutting the podcast or something. I was like, wait, best part, best part. I like stopped yeah. editing. I like, turn the volume up. Like it's my favorite scene. I'm out. So <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> so good. Uh, I, we got a shout shout out shout out to um my my <laughs> film school screenwriting class. Yeah. Uh. My screenwriting teacher called out, um, uh, oh my God, oh my God, uh, John Carpenter, uh, why can't I remember, oh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Yes. Uh, called out, that's Carpenter, right? Yeah. Uh, right. Rodriguez. Oh, it's Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. Oh yeah, John Carpenter's Vampires. Not a good, not a good Not. Movie. Uh, but no, yeah, Rodriguez, uh. From Dust Till Dawn, my screenwriting teacher called it out and was like, never do this. They established all these cool, these plot things and then totally oh. abandoned them. Yeah. And then I, I snapped back with, sometimes you walk into the wrong bar. <laughs> That's life, man. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> I was like, you are wrong. Oh, there's one. Yeah. How, how uh, do you respond? I think they were just like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I was like, it's life. Sometimes... It you walk into the wrong bar and everything that happened before doesn't matter anymore. And they even <laughs> do that in the movie where Cl Clooney's just like, all right, nobody say, I don't believe in vampires because yeah. we're dealing with them. They're clearly real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that movie's amazing. Talking about Uneasy Alliance. Which I one? love when they all go Oh, yeah, yeah, together. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and like sa heroic sacrifices, dude. Clooney is one of the coolest characters in movies in From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. He's so cool. Yeah. He's got his like tribal tattoo. Of course, he has a revolver because yeah. all cool people have revolvers. And he's like, and he's like bad, but like his brother is worse, so it makes way him worse. Seem good. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Tarantino in that movie is a freakazoid. Creep show, like dude. bad, bad man. Yeah, but uh, yeah. From dust till dawn, From dude. From dust till dawn. My grandma. Where whom, is this going? Whom I loved very dearly. My grandma was the best. I was like seven, Ian. Okay. Uh -huh. uh -huh. My grandma, when I'm seven years old, bought me the VHS of From Dusk <laughs> Till Dawn, dude. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> used to, she used to pick me up from school, too. She lived with us. Uh huh. Used to put on From Dusk Till Dawn weekly. <laughs> Watched it so many times with my grandma. That is like so the ultimate funny. movie with my grandma is the best. That's like me and Running Man. I watched that all the time <laughs> when I was a kid for some reason. Like what? So I, good. A few years back, I showed my sister and her boyfriend uh, From Dusk Till Dawn, and I 
I forbid them from looking into it. Yeah. Because I wanted to see what happened to someone who knew nothing about the movie and just like experienced the twist, you know? And it was pretty funny to watch their reactions. It was pretty good. All right, everyone. Anyway. What's next month? I don't know. What do you want to do anymore? It's November. November. It's Thanksgiving. Oscar season, maybe? When is Oscars? Like January? Well, they're they're in February, I think. December should be like December's the ramp up. Yeah, when all the bait comes out. Have we done an episode on that yet? Like, Oscar, Oscar films? Yeah. We haven't, I don't think. Like, Best Picture winners? Thirsty. Thirst. It's my favorite. Yeah. When, Dude, when, Thirst when, is a great vampire movie. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We'll do something like that. Yeah, that sounds good. Some, uh, yeah. Award winners. That should be December. Yeah, it's December. But, November. well, that's Christmas. Eh, Christmas is easy. We'll do award winners in December. We'll November, we'll we could something. do... Uh, we'll just talk about Adam's Family 2. Adam's Family Values. It has a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving scene, scene in it. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of good Thanksgiving movies. Also, I love the Adams Family with all my heart. 10 out of 10. Anyway, we'll T- figure it out. Did you know that today is 10 out of 10? Yeah. October 10th. You're a 10 out of 10. October 10th, 10 out of 10. Best day of the year. <laughs> See you next time.